Patrick Paolini. Uh, we're back at your show. You know, every week I feel a little more human. So now I'm really on top of the issues. What's going on with you? <laughs> now I'm like, I'm oh. really alive, you know? Yeah, you look alive. Well, it- our baby slept four and a half hours straight, like a straight run last night. So that That's was like, like, it's like eight hours. By the way, is that vodka or water in that glass you're oh drinking? Okay, I can't, you know, this is the, okay, this is like TMI, but oh well. You know, if you're breastfeeding, like you can't even really drink. So I'm getting ready to like give that up because you, like you have to time everything. It's like, what? No, I, I did this for nine months. Now I want to have like a bottle of wine and not have to think about it. You know what I mean? The kid will be fine. Mom, wine. mom of the year for all your listeners. Your listeners are like, okay, that seems really selfish. Sorry. Yeah. Anyhow, so just, as soon as you as soon as soon as he feeds, then you should do the wine. By then, by the next time he feeds, it'll be gone right out of your system. Well, that's if you have one glass. Who wants to have one glass? Oh, I want to have like two or three. <laughs> then you have to wait like it. Patrick, oh God! You know you're you're lucky. Your kids are now like you know adults. You're over all that. Yeah, you could you could do the uh, pump thing right for a couple days so you can drink. Yes, but who want you know all this stuff? All this shit is so much work. Anyway, (laughs) people are listening are like, yeah, that's what it's like being a parent. Hello. Yeah, right. Like four and a half hours. Like, shut up, Sarah. (laughs) I know. I know. Um, All right. I I feel like there's so much to talk about in the world. What's going on with DC? I mean, mess. They're a mess. I feel like we've given Mayor Bowser a lot of credit on this podcast, but I'm ready to take it all back today yeah, after think, seeing the tweets. So, yeah, so I actually went back and I think we've been kind of roller coaster with her. I think she, she's gotten praise for, for for something she she's done certainly over the summer, uh, but she, the paralysis right now. Like, what is she doing? They come out with a uh, they they basically remove most of outdoor mask restrictions on Friday night, change it on Saturday. When asked about it at the press conference, she said, well, my office got ahead of themselves. They're still at only 25% indoor dining, which is utterly absurd. Utterly absurd. They're actually, I mean, New York City is going to 75% on May 7th, I believe. Or 17. Okay. Whatever. So in the next week or so, or if not this week, they're going to um, 75%. Okay. And DC saw 25%. You know what? Like, I I, I don't think she realizes with with also with with teleworking and and remote, remote work, you know, there's no reason to go into DC right now if you live in the suburbs. Right. You have to give people an incentive to come back into the city and restaurants and social scene is is one of the things that does that. I I don't. And they can't answer the question. It's certainly not based in science. It's it makes literally no sense. I mean, even Montgomery County, a 50 percent now following the state. I just, you know, I've said this to you before and you thought I was crazy. I believe there's certain leaders who just get paralyzed at making decisions. And unfortunately, rather than, you know, making a decision that maybe can benefit or tries to balance safety and economics and businesses and and the restaurant industry, in this case, they err on the side of abundance of caution 
And that's what they do. And that's what they do. And you know what? Uh, and like the CDC came out last week, you know, and said, oh, you, you don't have to wear a mask outside now when you're running. And who the hell was wearing a mask running and exercise? Yeah, right. Stop. We knew that from the start, right? If you were, you were a crazy person. So just stop. Like, yeah. 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 But, well, I but, thought it was yeah. fascinating to No, you know, I think the saddest part, and I think you're right, I guess she's paralyzed maybe with making a decision. I mean, I don't know who at this point is putting pressure on her to like, keep things closed. I think one of the saddest things that you're seeing is the story that, you know, Sonny in the City, who's a contributor at Fox 5, tweeted. And I think you guys did the story too. Yeah. Weddings, they're not yeah. they're not allowing you to stand up and dance. You, It's so, the so most it's so all, in D.C. So we have a very good friend of ours who's a, a very successful wedding planner. And she's actually handling my, my daughter's wedding next May. And you know, she said she's had so many weddings that were originally booked in D.C. Then they were postponed and stayed in D.C. But now they're, they're leaving D.C. And they're going to, you know, Virginia. They're going to Annapolis. They're going to wherever they could find venues. And um, it, but it's those types of decisions that you just you scratch your head and you say, who, who's advising DC that somehow knows better than Maryland or New York? Or, I mean, you look at Texas, Texas numbers are fantastic. Like fantastic. They had 40,000 people, people at a, at a Texas Ranger game. Everyone's like, Oh my God, they're going to kill everybody. And it's going to spike. And, and what's the result, Ben? Great numbers. No one so, here. You don't hear any. Here's the, here's the fundamental thing. We have to stop man. And when I say we, I think leaders, politicians, you have to manage and make restrictions and rules for the vaccinated, not for the unvaccinated. It's going to sound harsh, but you have to stop making decisions for the unvaccinated. Right. So. And that's what's going on for you to only be at 25 percent indoor restaurant dining in D.C., that policy is only for the vaccinated. You have to give people a reason to want to go get the shot and and then benefit f- from that. So, uh, you know. Yeah, it's, it's shocking to see her, I, I don't know, kind of make these really strict, um, I don't know, left turns and really strong um, stances when we are seeing now we're what, at 175 million Americans vaccinated or received at least yeah, one so shot? We're north of, we're, we're just north of 50% with at least one dose. Um, and I believe it's like 34%-ish. Let's call it 35% fully vaccinated. Still nowhere near where we want to be. And you, know, you saw a lot of news reports came out over the last few days saying we're never going to hit herd immunity. Uh, which, you know, Fauci said was never really the goal, which I believe they did say it was the goal. Again, kind of flip-flopping on, on, you know, on, on what the goal was. But even if you don't get to herd immunity and it's around in perpetuity and it becomes an endemic. Okay. As long as you're vaccinated and you get the booster shots and the the vaccinations work against whatever variants show up, we're still going to be fine. We're Uh, still going to be fine. 
You, you know what cracks me up right now is, and we're, we're, we do it at Fox 5, it's like a new story or breaking news that a school's going to go back five days a week in the fall. <laughs> like, that's, like that should even be it's a question. breaking news. I love it. But seriously, it shouldn't even be a question. What are we doing? Like Montgomery County, Maryland's doing a virtual academy. Like, no, kids need to be in school. What well, are we doing? Look, I'm I'm pro union in a lot of in a lot of ways, but the union I think the strength of the teachers' union ha- is the reason that schools have not no. gone back. You know what it is? It's weakness of the leaders. Well, that's weakness true. That's tr- of the leaders. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's true. You can you can argue it both ways. Make but- the decision and move forward. And if the teachers want to strike, if they don't want to go back to work, you know what? Find new teachers. It's that simple. Stop placating to, you know, it's like the unemployment. These restaurants, when they do open, they can't find employees because they're getting $1,400 for the third time now. They're getting $350 a week when they were only making a hundred. They don't, why? No incentive to go back. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. People doing? everywhere you see signs now, help wanted, and it, they can't find anybody. It's I mean, how long have these restaurants, they've, you know, some of them have gotten very creative. So now I went to the Caps game, I think I told you, or maybe not because it was last, I believe, Wednesday. No, you did. You did tell because we, we recorded on Wednesday. So you went to the Caps. So I went to the Caps Wednesday night. First time they had fans, 2,100 fans. It was fine. Could have been. 10,000 and they still would have been fine. You know, some are, again, an arbitrary number of 2,100, 10% or whatever it was. But you know what was sad, really sad? Almost every restaurant in that area was either closed permanently, not open. So we tried to go to one that had outdoor seating. And there was so many tables available outside, but they, we were told they couldn't sit, seat us because of the mayor's, even the outdoor percentages. Like what? It, like, insane. What are, what are it's very here? sad. It's very, it's really sad for these people who have put their heart and soul into restaurants and even restaurant chains. You I know mean, what's you really know? sad too is that they can't defend it. They can't, they, they hide behind, well, you know, we want to be safe. Well, the numbers, abundance of caution. Well, it's it's really sad. It's shameful. And, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of topics I want to get to and wa- want to get your yeah, opinion on. Go. So let's move on. Um, Facebook has big decisions that they're going to make today. They they have a uh, I guess it's called like a not political correctness, but, you know, they have a committee now that they've formed to make a decision if they should allow former President Trump back on Twitter and Instagram. What are your thoughts? Do you think they'll do it? And do you think he should be able to be back on social? I think they should let him back on, but I think again they should monitor it. And I think if he's spewing, you know, violence, the problem you have now is, I agreed with the the decision when they pulled him off to pull him off, but now there there are so many people on Twitter who spew all kinds of crap, all conspiracy theories, all kinds of conspiracy theories, and again, not not right, but they're not thrown off, right? So, well, they don't I, I, have the power. They don't have the influence. You know, if you have 200 okay, Twitter, you, gotta be, you, you do. It's a private company. They can do what they want. But I do think they have to be careful determining, you know, based on influence, you know, I mean, hate, you know, 
I think you let him back on. I think and, they will too. And I think you monitor it, right? And I think if he's spewing all kinds of crazy conspiracy theories, you flag him like you did the first time. Um, you know, by the way, the news cycle's boring now. I think we need him back, right? We want to be able to see his tweets. Whatever's oh, God, going no. On. No, it's been so <laughs> not. I mean, I would love to see them not reinstate him, but, I, you know, I don't think they're going to do that because that then it's like, I yeah. don't know. You know, I think it will be seen as like a political move, you know, so I think you're right. I think they're going to let him back so, and they're going to so monitor. We had breaking, so we had breaking news late last night. Speaking of the tech industry, what do you think of Bill and Melinda Gates getting divorced? 27 years of marriage. I mean, and uh, this is my issue. I'm so tired of these celebrities announcing they're getting divorced and they want their space and privacy. Don't tweet about your divorce publicly to your millions of followers until we can ask questions. You know, yeah. I mean, does Melinda have a porn addiction? I mean, what what did they run out of? The, is malaria boring to talk about? You know, what what happened? Twenty seven well, years. Thing, it's been a, it's been an interesting week for Bill Gates. I mean, he's come out with with a, a bunch of you know, I don't want to call them conspiracy theorists, but philosophies on vaccines and what we should do internationally and different things. So Joe Rogan, who obviously has you know huge platform, hundred million followers, huge platform. Uh, came out and basically said that he would tell young people not to get vaccinated. Okay. Fauci killed them. Others killed them. John Oliver did a whole thing that Bill Gates coming out and giving his opinion on vaccinations. I don't think Bill Gates is any more of a doctor than Joe Rogan last time I checked. Right. So it's kind of interesting that, oh, because you're a tech billionaire, you get to give medical advice. But because you're Joe Rogan, you don't. No, don't shake your head. There's no different. There's zero difference. They are a little different, zero. though. They are no, a little different. Zero. Joe Rogan is probably more mainstream than Bill Gates in terms of. But Bill Gates has dedicated his life to base and, and money and finances. Dedicated his money. He's not a doctor. Yeah, but they've, I mean, come on. They've traveled the world. They, they're really sincerely oh, trying okay. to. Yeah. And they're, yeah, they've traveled the world. Listen, they've met this with the top helping, scientists. I this mean, isn't about helping international, you know, poverty. Is he any more of a doctor than Joe Rogan? No. Does he have his doctorates? Okay. No. But I do have to say, I mean, the guy has. By the way, I don't even think he. I don't even think he graduated college, right? No, I think you're <laughs> right. Actually, I don't think he ever did. Right, Steve Jobs well, I never th- did. I do think Joe. I do think Joe Rogan did. By the way. You know, my thing, like, I didn't think that Joe Rogan should have got killed for that. It's like the guy, Joe Rogan openly admits on his podcast regularly that he does this show out of curiosity, that he's not, you know, he's a comedian. He never portrays himself as like this expert, right? So screw all these people. And he does allow his guests to do that. So if he does bring a guest on and he has some very smart guests who come on. Yeah. I'm being, I'm being half joking here but my my point it's so funny how you see the the news cycle and the twitter verse and they you know the same person who rips joe rogan will not say anything about you know but yet elon musk will get ripped so it's kind of it's kind of interesting how they pick and choose what 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 experts they're going to listen to i know yeah it's gonna be pretty expensive divorce i think they're saying about 150 billion she'll get I mean, unbelievable. I, I'm just curious after 27 years, you know what I mean? And they're what? They're in their 60s. Like you think that you would, I don't know. I guess it must be bad. I guess I'll have to wait until I've been married 27 years. Maybe I'll want to get divorced too. I don't know. I'm just like, they can't work it out. They're like, they've been together all the time. I don't know. You know, I need to be their marriage therapist. There's so many questions I have, you know, like what went yeah, wrong? I mean, on the other hand, you're so rich. 
that true. I don't know. Maybe it's just it's easy, right? And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, maybe he's crazy. Maybe he's he looks a little. He could be a little crazy. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure he's intense, don't you think? I mean, that guy seems... But, I mean, she's been married to him all those years. Anyway, that was a surprise divorce for sure. I thought those two were going to hang in there, but doesn't yeah. seem like it. Um, I want to ask... You have J- and you have J-Lo hanging out with... Um, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Oh, my God. There's another one. She, like, are, we back to, are we back to Benifer? I hope not. I mean, this woman... This I love... J-Lo is a role model for so many things. But, I mean, relationships are not one. This woman... I mean, she goes from person to person to person. It's like... How about you give yourself like a six month break from men? You know, like it's it's not working out. How about, but she doesn't. Like she gives herself six hours and then she's over at Ben Affleck's house. What? <laughs> I'm so, she, I mean, come on. She gives herself no time. It's a Speaking mess. of Ben Affleck, I, I saw, we, we did a story on some woman, very attractive female, somehow met, got, was a match to Ben Affleck. Yes, on the high end. Know, dating site raya yeah on raya and then she didn't think it was really ben affleck so she unmatched and then he sent her a video video message why'd you unmatch me it's kind of fun it was very funny i know i but i would have thought that was a prank too you know what i mean it would be like scarlett johansson hitting you up you know on your dms wouldn't you be like okay i'm getting catfish mistake You'd be like, all right, I'm getting catfished. I'm, uh, this is this isn't it's real. Definitely for they're trying to steal money from me <laughs> somehow. All right, I I'm curious what your thoughts are on this because I think this is indicative of where uh, society is going right now in Texas, uh, yes. becoming a very affluent area. Um, it's south of Dallas. I don't remember the community's name. Um, something Springs, I think. They just did a, the school system had proposed, and a lot of, not a lot, but some very vocal citizens had advocated for woke um, curriculum. Basically, yeah. you know, the town was becoming more diversified, so people wanted classes about white privilege. 70%, an overwhelming majority, voted for two um, school board members basically who were completely anti-woke um they voted down this curriculum 100 yep. percent, and this story has gotten a lot of attention in texas yep. what do you what do you make of all this because I, I think this is your we're starting to see this backlash of cancel culture in a yeah, huge so way it's interesting it's an interesting so james carville longtime democratic strategist very well respected um um came out last week, did an interview in Vox and said that the Democrats will continue to lose state elections, congressional seats, the more woke they get. And they, the, basically the headline was being woke is a problem and stop kidding yourself. Right. The, the wokeness, I think, I think we're hitting the end of the, the, the wokeness. Now, the question is, how many people, first of all, what is woke mean, right? There's things that you may believe in that needs to change society. I don't think that's being woke. I think being offended by everything and all, all, all this, you know, other stuff, it may play well on Twitter and it may be play well in your like bubble social circle, wherever you live and sure. the people you follow. <clears throat> you know, in the journalism world or, or, you know, whatever, but yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that, um, 
I think people are getting tired of, of always being put down, not being able to think the way they want to think, not being able to believe in, 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 and, and, you know, or not being able to voice their own opinion if it doesn't agree with the so-called woke police, right? And getting yelled at and, and criticized and ridiculed. And, and, you know, I've said this before in this show, especially when Trump was in office. If, and again, you didn't have to be a huge Trump fan, but let's say you agreed with something Trump did or you didn't dis- or you completely sure. disagree or vehemently disagree with something on the left. The progressive left, they've done a fantastic job of painting those that disagree with them into a corner where they're afraid to really speak out on things, right? Because then they attack, they yell. Well, you're labeled a racist. You know, you're homophobic, bigot, you know, everything. Racist, you're transphobic, uh, transphobic, whatever, all the phobics, right? But you know what? If that's their strategy, they've done a good job with it. Because honestly, I'll go to a dinner party or I mean, nobody's going to dinner parties right now, but, you know, or social settings and a topic will come up. And unless I know who I'm really there with or like what you won't share your true opinion, right? Or, you know, if it's somebody I disagree with, but I trust them or like I know, you know, you know, I can have a rational conversation with them. But if if that's not the case. I don't say anything. I just keep to myself. And, you know, which is unfortunate, which is unfortunate because it's hard for me to keep to myself. (laughs) Well, but uh, no, I think we're seeing that is how most Americans feel. You know, I mean, we people have businesses, um, you know, media have catered to these individuals who are on social media, who have maybe they have 200, 300,000 followers. They have a very um, left or right leaning voice and they cater to them. And but most Americans feel like you and I do. And I think this in Texas shows you that this diversification of uh, or race, you know, topics yeah. in school people don't want it taught you know no, i agree so it's interesting look at what just happened to caitlin jenner who's says she's going to consider running for governor or going to run for governor transgender who came out and basically said she does not believe that a biological male should compete in women's sports okay here's someone who is a transgender who was the gold medal winner in the decathlon as a male athlete transition, who's now female, who's saying in her opinion, she doesn't believe she should get to compete in a female sport. And she got crushed. I was going to say she's anyone, getting killed. If yeah. anyone in this country is the authority on that subject, it's her. And yet she gets crushed, Right. It doesn't make sense to me. She's a gold. He was a gold medal athlete. She is going to run for governor and believes this. Like it, it just, and she gets attacked. Well, one I don't of the reasons, it. one of the reasons she's getting attacked is because um, they did find a clip, I think from like maybe two years ago where she was advocating that trans women should be able to run. Um, I think to compete in certain sports with women. So a lot of people are getting her on flip flopping and feeling okay. like she's appealing to Republicans um, because she is conservative for the most part. Um, right, well, well maybe, but, but my, my point to it, even if she changed her opinion, right? Let's, People, people change their opinions all the time on subjects. Uh, she, listen, 
she, she has a right to feel how she does on that subject more than anyone, I would think, right? Or- Do you think, though, that, that you know, the Republican Party uses that stuff just as like a, that it really, is that really what people care about? You know, is that like really a huge issue in yeah, schools? I, I agree with you. I don't know if it's a huge issue. I do. I feel like I they use that think, as though. a. I, Sarah, here, here's what. Yes, they use it because it riles people up. But I think the Democrats do the same thing on certain issues on the other side. You know, that's true. I mean, the, 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 the top X percent, they don't pay taxes. It's a false story. You know, the majority of, you know, the, the, the top one percent in this country pay almost 50 percent of all taxes in the United States. So they'll throw out, well, they got to pay their fair share. Well, what's the fair share? 60 percent or 50 percent. Right. Last time I checked, I'm paying a lot of taxes in a given year. So they'll throw out all oh, working class. So so if you're white collar and you work 10, 12 hours a day to build your career, you're somehow not working class. So both sides play those political name games all the time, right, to appease to their base and whatever. But, you know, it's I, I do think a lot of these. And again, I keep going back. So I remember going back. Now, this is probably 10 years ago. OK, maybe more when Condoleezza Rice and I've said this before, secretary, former Secretary of State, black female, Bush administration, super, super well-respected, well-thought-of, goes to Rutgers University, this is way pre-Trump, to, 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 to be the commencement speaker. Gets yelled at, criticized, bullied. She has to pull out. It was that whole start of that safe space on campuses, triggered yeah. words, all this stuff. And yeah. People made a big deal about it again. So you could look at that and say, oh, the Republicans were making a big deal about it. But now look what's happened. So I do think some of these things are a precursor for where things are headed. So to your point, yeah, maybe it's not a huge deal in this country with, you know, transgender women. Right. But is it a precursor of how society might try, how they're trying to move society? I I, I don't know. So, um, uh, you know, here's, I mean, you, you'd have to answer this question because I can't. I mean, if you consider yourself a feminist, right, and a transgender female is winning, say, all these races in Connecticut, which I think was one of the. Yeah, we've the talked cases. about that story. Yeah, for sure. If you're a feminist, don't you also care about the females who now have worked hard and are finishing second, third, fourth and fifth? Or not winning or not getting the scholarship. I don't know. Again, I'm I'm just making like where where does feminism like shouldn't you care about all f- f- you know female issues? I guess my my issue with so-called feminists is you're they only cared about the f- the feminist issue if they were the same political thought process as them. Like, do they care about Republican females? Uh, right they now, if, if you uh, no, if you're on Twitter, they ridicule them. Look at look right. at um, you know Megan McCain, right? I mean, you know she or gets Liz Cheney, yep, or yeah. you know, Susan well, Liz Collins getting killed by the hard right than herself, yeah, yeah. So um, no, I mean, I, I think you bring up a good point. I think it's just like I, I just get frustrated, but you're right. The left does it too. That they make that such a huge sticking point. When to me, I mean, we have bigger problems that are going to be yes, on the horizon, we like absolutely China. Have bigger problems. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it's like, hello, I'm worried about China, but you know, <laughs> I'm 
I'm on an island, I guess, in the in the climate. But it's like it's like Dr. Seuss getting canceled. Republicans will make a big deal about how many people really care. The books are probably racist or written. In, well, they were right? written, so, you know, in 1919. Yeah, of course right. they were. You know, I mean, it's like, wouldn't you expect? I, mean, I think at that point you'd expect them to be racist. I, I That's do what... think, though. It, I think there's a slippery. So, so, you know, some of the name changes on schools and stuff. I understood, understand, I should say. But then I believe there's a school in uh, Virginia, Radnor High School. Okay. Their last name is the Raiders, and they changed that. They somehow, you know. Why? Mean, why? What's what's actually? I don't even know what's derogatory about the Raiders. I think it's based on. I don't know if it goes back to Native American times in terms of when they raided, you know, villages and certain. I think it's some connotation. I don't know exactly why. But you have a professional football team that's the Raiders. There's a lot of high schools with the name Raiders, and by the way. There's a majority of the school is protesting against the name change. Well, there you go. I mean, that's like the Texas thing. I think, you know, if you keep pushing these agendas, because it it is like, don't we have bigger problems? You know, like we talk about education on this podcast. You have cities like the district and Chicago, huge budgets, and yet the kids are not succeeding you know that's a yeah. huge problem in fact we're falling way behind other countries and that oh should be God. scary and that, now and now that they've been out of school for 14 15 months wait till you find out how far behind we are in a few years I... we're behind as it is and and you know they just want to keep throwing money at education it's not a money issue i told you last week i believe dc is the number one per i think dc has more spending per student in the district than most anywhere in the country, certainly most any major city in the country, and their schools are still not good. And the kids are still not up to where they need to be from a standard perspective. So, yeah, it's not money only. It's, it's, yeah, holding teachers accountable. It's, you know, I, I I remember when, um, uh, what was her name? Uh, she came in as this under, I think it was under, um, was it under Fenty? She won. She came in. Oh yeah, Michelle Reed. Michelle Reed. Yes, yes. Right? Oh my Mary god. Pay. She didn't want automatic tenure. They wrote her out of this city, and yet, you know what? Her her thought process was dead on. Whole teachers kennel, merit pay. If kids don't pass, no automatic tenure. Like oh my god, remember like, the witch hunt on her? Oh my god. You, yeah, that's, well, they, it's, they got rid. They got rid of him after one term, and I actually think he did a pretty good job. If he, you look back on from a certainly from a business perspective, right? They he had some him revolutionary out of town ideas. They ran her out of town. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I, oh, I, good I, points. I actually, you know what? We should get them as guests on this podcast. That would yeah. be really. They'd be really good. Look, I know you've got limited time today. What do you want to wrap up with? Any sports? By the way, stuff? I, I oh, yeah. may have this completely wrong. I do think the former mayor Fenty dates or is engaged to or married to, I believe, um, oh, you know this. Who? Yeah, it's Steve Jobs' uh, widow. Steve Jobs' widow, But yes. I think they broke up. Oh, they did, okay. I yeah. think so. Oh, God, yeah, I probably, gotta go down I'm there. probably a year behind the uh, social scene. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, pop culture isn't like your whole thing, you know, I mean. So everything, all my reference now is pre, so pre-pandemic they were dating. Yeah, yeah, and I do think they broke up anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to like Google it. But um, anything you want to end with any sports stuff? Um, you know, there's a I lot. Watched, to- I, 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 I watched a lot of the draft. I thought it was entertaining. It was, you know, compared to last year, obviously it was all uh, Zoom and, and remote. 
This year it was in Cleveland, Ohio. They had tons of fans there. Now they said they were all vaccinated. I don't know if they were or weren't, but it was good to see people, you know, congregating. Uh, it's great watching the golf tournaments. I watched the Vaspar golf tournament in Palm Harbor, Florida this week, where I used to live, by the way. Uh, great to see fans, you know, cheering, walking with, with, with the golf, uh, you know, let, you know, let's, it's time to let's go. You know, I told you last week I was originally, I didn't love the pat, vaccine passport idea, but now the more I think about it, the more I actually like it. You got to incentivize people to get vaccinated and you cannot, I'll just end with uh, where I started. You cannot make policy and restriction rules for those who are unvaccinated. At some point, you can't help everyone help themselves. And if I'm vaccinated, I'm not going to really get sick. I honestly don't care if I'm next to somebody who's unvaccinated. And you know what? It's time to go. It's just time. It's time to go. Run for office. When does the Paolini campaign begin? You know, I think you could beat Mark Elrich. Is that my saying it right, Elric? Anyway, I think you should yeah. go oh, for it. Oh, by the way, by the way, he followed me on Twitter yesterday. Really? I think it's been a year and a half. He's probably realized that I've been pounding him for a year. Wow! And a half. Does he? Yeah, He's does like, he... I, I better follow this nutcase. <laughs> what is it when you uh, enjoy like some self-inflicted pain? The guy must. The guy must be like ready for. I don't know his self-esteem to go way down or, because or, you. Or he's going to come out and like open everything up, and he's going to want me to like thank him somehow. Or I told you, you better be careful. We just got a brand new office. He's going to cut the water lines to that place in Bethesda that you're opening. Well, he might. He might. <laughs> we, we may not get the permit we need to yeah, open up. And we may never open those Fox offices. Um, all right. I know you're going to roll today. Where can people follow you? Patrick GM, Fox 5 DC. All right. We'll be back next week. Yeah, let's uh, let's get a guest on next week. I we think we should. I think we should. We, Adrian? Need a, we need a few guests. Yes. All right. Well, br- whoever you want. Yeah. I mean, where's our friend Joe DeCipio? Is he still working at Fox? What's yeah, happening? We should get him? him on. We should get him on. Although his opinions really are kind of. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, I mean, by the way, I will throw real quick. Yeah. Speaking of vaccination stuff, Barry, I, I believe it was Barry Weiss, former writer for New York Times, wrote a fantastic article yesterday I retweeted about. You know, basically saying, you know, it was good to be careful. Now get vaccinated and then relax. Like, like get vaccinated and then do your normal stuff. Let's and get it's, her it, on. It, oh, that would be huge. Oh, well, I'll DM her today. I mean, come on. DM, I mean, DM her. She would be unbelievable. Yeah. I can't believe you haven't offered her a job. I mean, maybe you have and you can't disclose it. But yeah, I think she's I think she's. Make, I think she's done doing very well. Oh, you don't want to pay her four hundred fifty thousand a year? What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Sarah, we will. Uh, we will. Yeah, oh, let's get her on. Okay. Oh my gosh, she'd be fantastic. All right, I want to talk budget. I'd, with I'd you. actually have to really prepare for that. One. <laughs> you have to research. Yeah, exactly. All right. Instead of just instead of just making things up for thirty seven minutes. Instead of winging it when we get on, we log on at nine twenty nine. We're like, all right, what are we going to talk about? Okay, we'll Bring do research. All right. all right, bye, Patrick. Bye. Sarah. bye.